Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. And we're talking about the cost of being single all this week. We were chatting about the cost of living on Monday, mortgages, rent, trying to save for a deposit when you're doing it all solo. Yesterday, we were talking to people who holiday alone and I have to say, vast majority of people who got in touch. In fact, it was overwhelming majority of people hugely in favour of holidaying on their Todd. So today I want to chat to people about parenting solo. I know for a lot of people it's a decision that they've taken themselves to do it all on their own. Lunchtime Live at Newstalk.com is the email address. Just want to hear your own experiences. Jim is with us. Jim, how? what's your experience? Uh, hello, Andy. Uh, my experience is uh, I was a single father for 11 years in the west of Ireland alone with my son. Um, he was around three years of age, you know, when I uh, reared him basically most of the time alone, you know. Um, that was, you know, it, it was uh, quite a challenge, you know, let's put it like that, <laughs> you know. So t- talk to me about it day to day, the busyness of it all. Um, well, I'd, I'd, I'd prepared us, you know, I'd get him ready for up for school in the morning, the play group and stuff in school and left him to school. And when he went to school, uh, a lot of the time, I'd I'd went till um, I'd actually went back to bed. Believe it or not, when he was at school during the day, because I worked all night. Uh, I'm an artist by, for for an occupation and a musician, you know. Okay. So I I, I would attend at a paint at night when he was sleeping in the daytime. When he was a play group, say kindergarten school, I used to uh, drop him there at nine o'clock in the morning, then go back and sleep for a few years, get up at twelve, collect him again, get him home, get him settled, you know, and then you know we'd be we'd doing different things, you know, food and and. Um, Maybe out playing with his friends. We lived in a little community in Bell Harbour, North Clare, in the Burden region, you know. And uh, I had lots of great neighbours beside me. There was actually five, uh, was eight, eight families lived beside me and in a little cluster of cottages. And uh, that's where I reared my son. His name was Dulta. And, um, you know, it, it, we, then we'd, you'd take him off to meet friends or something in the afternoons as well, you know, and then get him bath in the evening time and, you know, maybe homework and stuff and then get him into, into bed, get a story, get him to bed. And then when he was in bed, I'd go into my studio and paint, you know. Yeah, start uh, the, maybe, the, second, the second job. The second job, yeah. You know, that was one, one sort of side of things. It was all different sort of, you know, parts to it. But um, I also, you know, Mondays and Tuesdays I used to play music in, in the key bar in, in the Keys in Galway. Mm. And uh, I used, I used to pay, pay a lady to come in and babysit for the Monday and the Tuesday night. And I never, you know, the money I got for the Monday and Tuesday, I never I never made any money, but it was I needed the headspace to get out and just play and meet people and talk, you know. So I used to pay, pay this lady the money. By the time I went and done the gig and got home, I, I, I made no money, but I did get out to sort of meet adults, you know. Yeah. When you're a single parent, you know, there's a lot of time where you could scream, where you just want to, you know, Get, as I used to say, get your legs back or get your feet back, you know, um, get a bit of time to yourself, you know, adult time. It sounds like you've, you've a great community, Jim, around you as well. Uh, we, yeah, well, we had, we had, you know, that that's all, it's all fell apart now, but um, we had a good, you know, that, that was, you know, that was a few years back, you know, and, you know, um, we had great, t- I had great support from the neighbours actually because my nearest family members were 200 miles away. You know, they lived in Tyrone. I lived in the west of Ireland. So the situation was quite unique. When you say um, it fell apart, Jim, do, does your son still live with you? 
Yeah, well, yeah. My son. Well, my son. This I don't know if you realise, but my this I was eleven years a, a single parent. My son mm-hmm. is now twenty two years of age, and he's, he's studying to be an accountant in Belfast. Okay. So, he's, and uh, we, we moved back to the north in twenty twenty. Sorry, uh, twenty thirteen. We moved back to the north of Ireland. So did uh, the place where I was living in was uh, went into uh, receivership, you know, and. Um, the, the landlord we were renting off, we lost the houses, you know, that we lived in, all the families, and uh, a lot of us all broke up a community, but a lot of us all went back. I went back to the north of Ireland, you know, to, and... Yeah. Uh, and your son is obviously so much older, you know, sure he's an, an adult now yeah. as well himself. Yeah, so it's... it's And look, looking back, looking back, I suppose, Jim, and this was a question for any parent, but, you know, I'm sure there's a, spe- a special relationship, is there? Oh, you know, it makes you very close. As we, we we were very tight. We went through some very lean times and some very good times as well. You know, my my art career done very well, thankfully. And but those times, you know, like we did hit a recession as well. You know, like in two thousand and eight mm-hmm. when everything hit the wall. You know, I, I can remember going to have to sign on as a single parent before that. I wasn't a single parent. Signed on, you know, for social benefits. But I remember having to sign on on social benefits. You know, and uh, there was a queue for four months to a waiting list. And I remember that Christmas. You know. Uh, Selling one painting, you know, for three hundred pound, that would have been selling for fifteen hundred euros at a time, and having to sign on social services, you know, for or social security. Sorry, and there was a waiting list. But I remember not having the money for the rent, you know, that Christmas. Everything fell apart, you know. But we get through all that, you know. But it was a difficult, you know, after two thousand eight, you know, things was quite tough, you know. Uh, I paid my rent every month, you know, from from my art, mm. the money I made from painting, you know. But it's not. It's we, not. We it's not that long ago either. You know, when you think back, actually, in two thousand and two thousand and eight, and how you know, it's, yeah, it's 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 very. It's still it's very recent and, and and tough. Absolutely. Hannah's with us as well, Jim. Um, Hannah, what's your story? Single parents for sixteen odd years now, but I'm finding now is only the kind of I'm finding it harder now than I did a few years ago because obviously when kids are older, you know, they're going to cost a lot more money. Um, and it's just really, really hard. Like, you know, there was years gone back that I've had to depend on Vincent de Paul at Christmas time. You know, I've worked two jobs. Um, the kids would come in from work or from school in the evening. And once there wasn't one old enough to be there, well, then I got back in the car and I went out to deliver chips, pizzas. You can get in from work till 12 o'clock, half 12. And then I was back up at half six the following morning to start the run of, because I live in, in a rural community, Kids had no transport, so I used to have to do the school run or drop them into the local town. So I was constantly on the road. Then I'd come back and I'd help out my kids um, to try and earn some money. And then at six o'clock, when the older ones were home, I'd get back into the car again and off I go again to try and earn some more money. It was horrendous, absolutely horrendous. Because my family didn't live close by. So I was just I was going to ask own. you that. Had you any support near, no. nearby? And like, holidays, the holidays didn't happen. The kids got to go on a school holiday, you know, the school trips that they would do. That was their holiday. Um, and it's only now I look back and I realised, you know, I probably depended on my older ones too much. But, you know, they didn't have, they had a life growing up, but they became nearly like a parent because they did it. You know, an interesting text that has come in, and it's one of a few actually, Hannah, and maybe I'll ask yourself and, and Jim this. Like, well, one of the listeners here says, what I found with... Um, single parenting or parenting solo is actually loneliness is a serious problem because you spend about 95% of your own time with your child and you desperately miss adult conversation. 
Yeah, and that's exactly what happened, like some good friends. But at the end of the day, you are still a single person. You're a single person. And I kind of found that my friend... I'll just hang on, we'll just, just try and get you back there, Hannah. You're, so just say that last bit again. You wouldn't get invited out. If there was couples going out, you're single, so you wouldn't get invited out. And it's a very lonely thing when that happens. Um, and that happened a lot over the years. The you know? people would just stop reaching out. They, yeah, they'd stop, they'd stop inviting you because it was like as if I kind of got the impression as a single parent, you know, you're a threat, which is absolutely ridiculous. But it was what? more, you know, yeah, you don't fit in because, you know, there's six couples being invited and then the odd one at the end of the table. Tended to over the years forget about you, not invite you. Um, so yeah, it did, and lonely. And because obviously the kids were smaller at the time, you couldn't go out at night time because you were the only time you were going out was to earn money. You certainly couldn't go out, and because any money was going to be rolled back into the family. Then. Can I you know, just so get Hannah? When, when when you said there that you felt people didn't ask you because you um, did you did I take you up right when you said you, they thought that you know you might be a threat? Is that did I did I get you right there when you said that? Yeah. Absolutely, but a threat yes. to who? To them and the couple? The, to them as a couple, yeah. Like, uh, but it was it was always a case of you know, oh, should we leave her out because you know, sure, what would she have in common with us as couples? And it became more and more prevalent over the years when I actually stopped going out, and then I got a new group of friends as a result of it, and then they were more welcoming because they were just nicer. They were nicer people in general. Mm. Um, yeah, but you would always be left out. Always left out. Did you find that, Jim? Um, yeah, well, I didn't, you know, it was difficult enough to, to go out on your own, and I understand what you're saying about the loneliness, you know, there definitely, there is a stigma that goes with being a single parent, there's no doubt about that, you know, and you are labelled a wee bit, or you know, you're marked a wee bit, you know, by it, I felt that at times, yeah. You know, you were, I was very limited to what relationships I could get into, or, you know, relationships didn't last too long, because you're, you're this wee person to look after all the time, and, you know, it takes up all your time, basically, you know. And, you know, I understand, you're always trying to earn money. And, you know, that's why I used to play music at night to sort of have enough money for the, the, the loaf the next day, you know, for the and things, you know. And I can remember a story as well. Uh, I had enough money for all the books. First, my son starting his first year at the big school, you know, in, in Seamount College in, in uh, Kinvara. And, uh, and I paid half the books on a, on a Saturday. To the, the money for, I had money, the money for half the books on a Saturday. I paid the lady five... Uh, 260 euros and the, the book that was 560 euros I actually don't know how anybody lives in, the, in down south in Ireland to, and pays for books and schools you know mm, and, and know, all the their uniforms and things you know, goes, it's, goes with it's it. unbelievable yeah. I remember I remember I remember actually um, asking the lady could I give her the other half you know after the weekend on the Saturday this was a Friday could I give her the money for the rest of the books on the Saturday and she said no and, and on the Monday I was outside the shop with my son and he was crying and he wouldn't go to we wouldn't start his first day of school because we hadn't the money for all his books. We didn't want to go to the school without having all the books, you know, in Seaman College. And it was a big school to go to, you know, at the time. But uh, we hadn't all the books. So I phoned the teacher and told her and the shop wasn't open. And then when the shop opened, I went in and got the books. But he wouldn't go because he, was, he, was, he didn't want to, want to go into school yeah. late then, you know. Teresa's with us as well. Teresa, was, is loneliness a big, was that a big factor for you? Uh, hi, Andrew. Um, yeah, I'm actually getting very overwhelmed listening to this because it's all hitting home how difficult it is to be a single parent. Loneliness be one of the big things, uh, but I got married again, so I actually have been a single parent twice, once in Dublin, once in Clare and Leash. Um But one of the big things that, uh, talking to my 30-year-old daughter recently about 
the change in how I parented at some stage. Uh, her life was very impacted by it and she's dealing with that now. But we sat down and talked about it and the time my life and my um, whole the whole change in our relationship was when we split up and I became, I was no longer carefree. All of a sudden I had this major responsibility, financially insecure, and I was the sole person responsible for the kids every day. So it it takes away that certain amount of um, carefree, you know, you were totally depended on. And so the loneliness is one thing, but we got to the bottom of this and says, I was a different person because I wasn't as fun, loving and happy as I would have been in my marriage because all of a sudden it was all on my shoulders. Mm. And, you know, so that, that that was something we got to recently. What was that like, Teresa, having that conversation, you know, with your daughter now, 30 well, years on? Yeah, yeah it, it was difficult. And then the second marriage caused a lot of problems for her that I wasn't aware of because her my ex-husband had a brain tumor and he was like a child mm-hmm. with her. Um, so she had a tough upbringing because of it and I didn't see half of it. And it's hard to see it. When you're a single parent, you you have so many other things to be doing. Like all of those things Jim and Hannah have talked about, I've experienced a lot of that stuff. And it is... It's a major burden on you and you still have to show up every day, every single day, every single minute, and you have to do everything. So especially in rural Ireland, because you're dependent upon as a taxi, you know, our kids don't have road, we don't have public transport. So your life is like a taxi and that's really expensive. And then you, you as they get, as they're teenagers, you don't particularly want, you, you, you to, in Dublin it was great. The kids could walk mm. places, they could get on a bus. More Here, and there's more people being killed on the road and you can't trust your kids to walk or cycle anywhere. You can't trust the other people on the road for your kids to walk or cycle. So it, it's, it's really a trap and it, it it's really, you're just a taxi service for that. That's one of the things. Do you know the, the, the part that I'm, you know, really struck by in all of this actually today and Hannah and, and um, Hannah mentioned it and, and Jim there and yourself, like this listener here who says, I'm a widow and subsequently a single parent and I call myself the Monday to Thursday friend because you're never invited out at the weekends. Do you know, never invited out by by other couples um, at weekends, and it's just, it's just I just find that it's just kind of really remarkable that I would have thought in two thousand and twenty three that you know we we don't live in a society that judges people by being single, but would appear from both uh, Teresa and Hannah and that texter's um that texter's view as well or that their message today that clearly not the case. Lunchtime live with Andrea Gilligan weekdays at midday on News Talk.